Welcome back to your Kaiser Weekly Podcast. This is the week of 5-9-22 through 5-15-22. We're going to recap last week and talk a little bit about this week. So let's get things started. And of course, I am your host, Brandon Coble. So in local news, this week, or this past week, should I say, kicked off the start of our local paper under the West Virginia News Management. They put out their first papers. They've brought Dave Bowden back to be the general manager, and many will be glad to hear, including myself, that they are going to retain Liz Beavers as the editor, Chapin Jules in sports, Rhonda Workman for news, and Barb High as a staff writer. So each and every one of these individuals has done a fabulous job for our local paper and community, and I, for one, look forward to the quality articles and the coverage that they continue to supply to our area. Now, if you get a chance, pull it up online, West Virginia News, Mineral County Daily. They're running some great prices right now, so if you want to get the paper, if you haven't had it in a while, jump back in. They got deals like $22 for two years. How can you beat that? And you get great articles from great writers. Now, do not forget this week, the primary elections are going to be held on Tuesday. Polls are going to be open from 6.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. They do have a new setup in play that's going to allow the votes to be counted as they are submitted. So hopefully Mineral County will not be the last county to submit their votes and get their tallies in, which has been the case for a long time. This new system should make it so that the votes are counted, tallied up there at the poll booths, when they go down and turn them into the courthouse, everything's already done. So we should have a much quicker result than what we've ever had in the past. Electronic voting and paper voting options are still both available. If you hate computers, which I know a lot of people do, especially those that are a little bit older, then you still have the ability to write your vote or pencil in your vote on paper. So do not worry. Do not fear. It is still set up for anybody and everybody. With the redistricting that went on this year, new voter cards have been mailed out. Now, I will tell you this. I just received mine in the mail this weekend. I was getting a little nervous, but mine did show up. Hopefully, each and every one of you will have yours as well. If, for some reason, your new card has not made it to you, please show up to vote anyway. Bring your driver's license and some kind of proof of identification so that you can vote and get counted. It's very important, people. This is your chance, and it starts on the local level making change. We can vote for the president all we want, but if we're going to get real true change, it's got to start at the lowest levels and work their way to the top. So show up, get your votes out there, get your opinion counted. In the West Virginia Infrastructure and Jobs Development Council, they have named Kaiser the recipient of a $700,000 grant to help improve the sewer plant. Along with Kaiser getting the $700,000, they also had a grant for $500,000 that went to New Creek to help with the water system. So much needed funds to help out with the utility systems. Let's hope it goes to good use and gets properly distributed to the areas in which it is needed the most for our cities and towns. 
Now, in West Virginia state news, West Virginia's labor force participation remains the second lowest in the nation at 55%. Honestly, people, I read these things and it frustrates me. Why does it frustrate me? Because it needs to be taken with a grain of salt, but because of the way they do it, everybody rants and raves about how stupid and how bad West Virginia is. Listen, the highest ranking state in America is Nebraska, and they only have a 71% participation force. So there are 10 states minimum, a minimum of 10 states that have less than a 60, 60% participation rate in the labor force, and that includes New York. So, honestly, it's not like West Virginia's way down at 50% and the rest of the country's got like an 80% uh, labor force going. It's close. We're only 1% or 2% from being atop a of these other 10 states that were under 60. So, I'm not sweating it. I hope you don't either, and I wish that they would stop talking about West Virginia being the lowest, especially when you're talking 1% and 2% differences. Other state news, COVID. Yeah, that's right. I said that dirty curse word. COVID cases are starting an uptick in our state. So far, it's been nothing like what we've seen in the past, but it is still worth mentioning because we need to stay proactive in preventing it from becoming like it used to. Uh, continue to wash your hands a lot, you know, wipe things off before you touch them, especially if you're going to be coming into contact with something that you don't know who else has touched them. So like you go to Walmart or Martin's, you're going to grab a hold of that buggy, have a little hand wipe, or I think they have little wipes there uh, next to the carts. Take one of those out, wipe down that handlebar before you put your hands on it. Influenza cases are also increasing as well. And let's just do our part to stay healthy and to keep our community healthy as well. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I thought it sucked to wear the stupid blasted mask all the time. It drove me crazy. And I, for one, I don't want to go back to that. I enjoy being able to breathe without restraint. So let's just do our part and let's take care of each other by keeping our hands washed and trying to stay as healthy as possible. Now, that's all I got for the news, for the most part. The last thing I have that could be considered news is our crazy weather forecast that more than likely, let's be honest, is probably going to be completely wrong. This stuff changes from day to day. One minute it's sunny, the next it's cloudy. Before long, you're going to be seeing snow forecast in the middle of July. But this is what I got for you, so I hope you enjoy it. On Monday... Our high is supposed to be 66 with a low of 40 degrees. It's going to be sunny, at least that's what they say, but don't be surprised if you see a couple clouds in the sky. On Tuesday, our high is 69 with a low of 42. Once again, prediction is for sunny weather, but it could always rain. On Wednesday, we're going the right direction. High of 75, a low of 50. Once again, we're calling it sunny. Let's hope it goes that way. And then by Thursday, the high is 78, a low of 58, but the clouds are supposed to start rolling in. So not quite as clear of a skyline as we have had the first three days, according to these reports. Then Friday, we're getting to the weekend. It's our last work day. We're getting pumped. High of 80 degrees, low of 61. So I'm loving the high, but it's springtime in West Virginia. And when the temperatures go up, 
when you think you're going to have a great day, boom, it hits you. Yes, a 67% chance of showers in the evening. So take an umbrella with you if you're going to be out and about. Saturday, we're looking at a high of 76, low of 57, and a 75% chance of showers early in the day, hopefully clearing up through the evening and giving us an opportunity to enjoy our day off. Now we're going to go to the, my favorite part of the week. This is my favorite thing to broadcast because it makes absolutely no sense. And some of you probably like it and some of you are like, oh my goodness, why does he even read this stuff? But we're going to do the thought of the week first. And our th thought of the week comes from Mary Ann Williamson, who states, success means we go to sleep at night knowing that our talents and abilities were used in a way that served others. Now, I absolutely love that. I love that quote by her because true happiness, and this is just my opinion, is found when we do things for other people. I can buy myself a lot of nice things. I'm going to be happy for a little bit, but the newness of that item is going to fade away. But when I do something for somebody else and I help somebody else out, the memory of the look on their face, the joy in, in their smile when something is done for them is a memory that will never diminish and always bring joy to my heart. So I love that. I love that thought of the week. Joke of the week. And y'all are going to love it, okay? Because I got good ones. You know it. I know it. Everybody else knows it. Why do vampires always seem sick? The answer, they are always coughing. Okay, so that was rightfully so because another dud. Now, for our fact of the week, I don't know where or who even found this out. I am quite curious. The fact of the week is polar bears are left-handed. Or, to be more politically correct, they're left-pawed. But how they can figure that out, I have no clue. I don't know if when they go to eat uh, whatever it is they've captured, if they always start with their left paw, or when they're digging, maybe they're digging in the snow, maybe they start with the left. But anyway, science says polar bears are left-handed. I don't have anything to fight that, so I'm going to go with it. And there is some useless information to fill everybody's mind this week. Now let's jump into Kaiser High School sports. Congratulations to Parker Anderson and Seth Ernest, who signed their letter of intent to play football at the next level. Parker Anderson is going to continue his education and athletic career for Alderson Broadus University, and Seth Ernest has pledged to Bluefield State. So it's always great to see Kaiser athletes getting an opportunity at the next level. People, let's give them a round of applause, please. Great job, guys. Now, in tennis news, our men's and women's varsity tennis team competed in regional play this past Wednesday for a chance to move on to states. Once again, Kaiser continued to show that they are a force not to be taken lightly. Qualifying for states for our ladies team in number one singles was Maddie Rhodes. Number two singles was Zoe Brathwaite. Now, even better is that both these ladies will play at states as doubles. They are partners. So they're going to go and play singles and doubles. 
We want to congratulate both of these young women on their continued success. We also want to congratulate the rest of our ladies who fell a little bit short of making states. But let me tell you, people, they fought their opponents tooth and nail to the very end. So our hats off to Maddie Fisher, Hannah Felton, Abby Davis, and Alana Wildman, who all had fantastic years and made their Kaiser alumni very, very proud of them. For our men's team in singles play, Alex Stanislaskic qualified for states in number one singles. Dylan Wilson moves on in the number two singles. Hunter Powell makes it in number three singles. And yeah, Caleb Kitzmiller moves on in number four singles. So let's talk doubles play. We did so well in the singles. How did we do in the doubles? Well, our number one team of Alex Stanislaskic and Dylan Wilson will continue their journey to the States, along with our number two doubles team of Hunter Powell and Caleb Kitzmiller, and our number three doubles team of Bryson Bush and Paul Knotts. For the second year in a row, our men's tennis team has won the Region 1 team title. And let me tell you folks, that is not an easy task, as some of the best teams in the state come out of our region. On a side note, all six... That's right. All six of the members of the men's team have made it to states. I think that's just absolutely crazy. It's an amazing feat, and it shows the quality players and coaching that Kaiser has. Once again, congratulations to each and every one of the players this year. We're going to be praying for safe travels and the health and well-being of the players and coaches and fans that are headed off to states this week to watch these games. And kids... Listen to me. Live in this moment. Enjoy it. Take it in. Yes, take it serious. Play hard, but enjoy this moment because this is the memories that you're going to have for the rest of your life. And these opportunities do not always come back the next year. For some of you, it may be the last time that you will step out to play in this state tournament. So make the most of it and just enjoy. In our Lady Softball news, last Monday, the Lady Tornadoes defeated Berkeley Springs by a score of 6 to nothing. Leading in hits was Alexa Shoemaker and Morgan Pratt, who each had two. Our RBI leader was once again Alexa Shoemaker with two, and she was followed by Lauren Annabel and Charity Wolf, who each had one. Pitching continued to be a strong point for the ladies as Riley Mangled would go for seven innings and strike out 11 batters. Shutouts are always fun, especially when you're the victorious team, and it took great pitching, but also fantastic defense, and that is what our girls had in spades in this game as they demolished Berkeley Springs. On Wednesday, they faced off against Grafton, and the results, well, it was another victory as they blew them out 10-2. Now, leading the way in hits was a three-way tie by Riley Mangled, Taylor Likens, and Alexa Shoemaker. All of those girls had two. The RBI leader for this game was Riley Mangled. and She had four RBIs, and Alexa Shoemaker followed with two. Pitching for six innings in this game and striking out a whopping 11 opponents was Charity Wolf. The Lady Tornadoes now have a record currently of 29-3 with that win. So, so far, a very tremendous season and I hope they are able to keep this thing rolling as they start into all these tournaments and 
regional plays and trying to make it to states, I wish them nothing but success. Now, our boys' baseball team, or the men's baseball team, should I say, they absolutely stormed through Moorfield on Tuesday with a score of 13-9. to Noah Broadwater and Andrew Rotruck had the hot bats with two hits each. Seth Healy led the way in RBIs with three. Pitching for the game was Evan Jenkins, who went for four innings with three strikeouts, and then Seth Healy would step up and pitch for two additional innings. Then on Thursday, the men's team transformed from a tornado into a Class 5 hurricane as they faced off against Bishop Walsh, and they just absolutely demolished them 16 to nothing. Hitting in this game was absolutely crazy. It seems like everybody's bats were just knocking the ball everywhere, but I have to give a shout-out to Noah Broadwater, who led the team with two hits. RBIs were the same as they hit. Seems like everybody had one, but leading the way in this category was Josh Shoemaker, who had two. Samuel Bradfield pitched for five innings and struck out an amazing 10 batters. Now, our men's team now has a record of 13-7 and seven as they continue to try to make their way to states. Now let's roll over into track and field. This is my favorite sport. Love it. Anyway, Wednesday, the men's and women's team hosted the PVC Championship here in Kaiser, and the men's team took home first place with a total score of 151 points, and people, let me tell you, it wasn't even close. Our ladies did a solid job and finished in fifth. In the 100 meters, Parker Anderson took second place with a time of 11.79. PRing was Davin Richardson with a time of 12.81 for the men. For the ladies, Hadley Courtney had a PR of 15.55. In the 200 meter, Parker Anderson took first place with a time of 24.02, followed by Keith Lawrence in second with a time of 24.22. PRing for the men was Colin Selesky with a time of 25.30 and Noah Dawson with a time of 25.71. In the 400 meter, Jack Stanislausik takes first place with a time of 53.43. Seth Ernest comes in at third place with a time of 54.69. PRs were set by Jack Stanislausik and Trenton Denny. Trenton Denny's time was 56.67, and Harris Boggs had a PR of a 56.70. In the 800 meters, continuing to impress the crud out of me, Eden Parks takes third place with a time of 2.03.64. I'm telling you folks, this kid is going to be sub two minute. That doesn't happen a lot at Kaiser, people. Understand, this kid is a phenomenal athlete, and he is going to do it. I know he is. So that not only was that a third-place finish with for him, but he PR'd. That 203.64 was a PR for Eden Parks, and Griffin Powell PRs with a time of 211.68. Setting a season record time for the girls with Scarlett Cameron with a time of 257.20. In the 1600 meter, Griffin Powell takes third place with a time of 450.57. That was also his PR time. Logan Hedrick steps up. He gets a PR of 505.53. And for our ladies, another season record by Scarlett Cameron with a time of 621.54. In the 3200 meter, no top three, but PR and for this event was Logan Hedrick with a time of 11.31.54. In the 110-meter hurdles, Lonnie Pridemore takes first place with a time of 17.28. Gavin Seleski takes second with a time of 17.50. PRing in the event was Pierce Barnett with a time of 18.21. For the ladies, PRing was Faith Hamrick with a time of 20.42. In the 300-meter hurdles, Colin Seleski takes third place with a time of 44.47. That was his PR. 
Also PRing in this event was Lonnie Pridemore with a time of 44.59, Pierce Barnett with a time of 47.33. In the 4x100 meters, the team of Anderson, Mealy, Lawrence, and Stanislausik take first place with a time of 45.91. Our girls team of Del Signor, Kessner, Broadwater, and Layton took second with a time of 54.55. In the 4x200 meter, Anderson, Mealy, Lawrence, and Stanislausik once again take first place with a time of 135.09. And for our ladies, Del Signor, Kessner, Broadwater, and Layton take second with a time of 157.37. In the 4x400 meter race, the boys, the men, Stanislavsky, Boggs, Parks, and Ernest take second place with a time of 337.94. And for our ladies, Del Signor, Broadwater, Layton, and Cameron take second with a time of 435.06. In the 4x800 meter the men's team, Ernest, Powell, Denny, and Parks, take first place with a time of 8.33.30. And for our ladies, Del Signor, Broadwater, Layton, and Cameron, take second with a time of 11.23.37. In the 4x110 meter shuttle hurdles, Seleski, Seleski, Pridemore, and Boggs take second place with a time of 103.52. Let's jump over to the field events and the shot put. Who am I going to say? First place. Let me hear you. That's right, Gabe Ryan with the throw of 46 feet 2 inches. Braden Keller grabs second place with a throw of 40 feet 9 inches. PRing in the shot put was Ashton Youngblood with a throw of 22 feet 11 inches. In discus, Gabe Ryan grabs second place with a throw of 125 feet 3 inches. Dimitri Schultz has a solid performance and takes third with a throw of 122 feet 9 inches. PRing in this event. William Barb with a throw of 119 feet. Landon Merritt with a throw of 106 feet 11 inches. Luke Anderson with a throw of 94 feet 9 inches. Ashton Youngblood with a throw of 75 feet 3 inches. And Malachi Green with a throw of 72 feet 4 inches. PRing for our ladies was Hadley Courtney with a throw of 58 feet 9 inches. In the high jump, Harris Boggs grabs third place with a jump of 5 foot 6 inches. Pole vaulting Griffin Powell. Volts to first place with a 10-foot bolt, and Alec Dietrich grabs second with a 9-foot bolt. In our long jump, which is the last event of this meet, Malachi Blow PRs with a jump of 17 feet 3 inches. Now, unfortunately, I'm going to disappoint a lot of you people, okay, because they had the Jim Turbin Classic this weekend, and I did not have time to get all the information down. But what I can tell you is we had a solid performance by both the men and the women. The Kaiser men's team takes first place with a score of 140 points. And our Kaiser women take first place with a score of 84 points. So congratulations to both the men and women for winning the Jim Turbin Invitational because I know that means a lot to all of us that have been a part of uh, the track and field alumni. Jim Turbin was a very influential character and coach through the years. So it's always good to win the Invitational that was named after him. Now as we move into this week for Kaiser High School Sports, our schedule kind of looks like this. Tonight, Varsity Baseball is supposed to have a sectional game at home at 2 p.m. On Tuesday, the Varsity Softball Championship and Baseball Sectional Games are supposed to be played at home at 5 p.m., and that's both games. Both games are supposed to start at 5. On Wednesday, our varsity track and field regional meet at North Marion at 2 p.m., 
and our varsity baseball sectional game, if needed, is to be taking place at home at 5. I also believe that our tennis team is going to head out uh, to the state tournament on Wednesday. They're not going to play, but they're going to get down there and get set up. On Thursday, the varsity tennis starts their state tournament play in Charleston. Times are still to be announced, and the tournament will last all the way through Saturday. Boys varsity will host a sectional championship game at home at 5 p.m. for baseball. So just a little update on the way things are looking for this coming week in Kaiser High School sports. Now in Potomac State College news, West Virginia University's School of Nursing at the Kaiser campus has extended the application deadline to July 1st for anybody that is interested in trying to become a nurse. This decision was made largely because of the high demand for nurses at this current time. So if you wanted to try to get enrolled in the nursing class and you, for some reason, thought you missed the deadline, do not fret. They have extended it to July 1st and take that opportunity to get your name in there and find out if you can get into the class because that is a great uh, field to get into. I promise you're not, as long as you pass, you're not going to have a problem getting a job. You may end up wishing that you didn't because it's going to, be very demanding, but I can promise you this, it is also a very rewarding job. Now, in Potomac State College sports news, our men's baseball team defeated Hagerstown Community College in five innings yesterday, 11 to nothing. Leading the hitters was Dakota Miller and Trevor Thomas. Each of them had two hits each. Josh Hoffman had a fantastic day with a team leading four RBIs. Robert Kelly would go the distance on the mound, throwing all five innings and striking out four batters in the process. Our men will now play uh, tonight against Hartford Community College in Bel Air, Maryland at noon as they continue play in the regional tournament. I also know that the softball team was supposed to have played. I do believe weather played a large factor in that, and so I don't have any updates as of right now on our women's softball team for Potomac State College. I do know that uh, later on in the week they're going to be traveling uh, to play in their uh, regional tournament as well. So best of luck to both the men's baseball team and the women's softball team at Potomac State College. We hope that everything goes well for you guys and y'all continue on your winning run. Now let's look at events that are coming up. On Tuesday the 10th is Children's Storytime at Ruth Enloe Library in Kitzmiller. This is going to take place from 10.30 a.m. and last to 11 a.m. And the program is geared toward children that are ages 3 to 5 years old. Now on Friday the 13th, yes, I said it, Friday the 13th, High Five will be performing at the Honey Honey Bar starting at 8 p.m. Uh, Samantha Press is going to be performing at Dig Deep Brewing Company starting at 8 p.m., Perry Camp will be performing at Four Axes starting at 7 p.m. Solo and Dookie will be at Mezzo's starting at 9 p.m. I do want you to understand that Mezzo's will have a $5 cover charge. And then Saturday the 14th, we have Shop Local Market at the North Branch Brewing Company. Time is going to be from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. This is going to be outside, but the bar is going to be open for drinks during the event. And what a great opportunity to support our local craftsmen. You're going to see all sorts of stuff. I'm assuming you're probably going to see anywhere from woodworking all the way to soaps and candles. So 
you know what? You're all people are always telling me I need something to do, Coble. I want something to do. Or I'm tired of always going to Walmart. Well, you know what? Here's your chance. This is an opportunity. Go park on Main Street, walk down the sidewalk, enjoy the outdoors, and see some of these unique things that are made by our local, locally talented artists. And see if you can't find something, okay? Support your locals. Stop in at some of these shops on Main Street that are not big names, that are not backed by billions and billions of dollars. Support these local people who are trying their best to give you something different and something more. Also, on the 14th, the SXCS Round 6 Cross Country Race at Whispering Willow Farm in Burlington is going to take place. If you love dirt bike riding, this is a great event. It's a big event. It's going to have a $20 cover for everybody except for kids 5 and under. Of course, they're going to be free. It's going to start Saturday, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. They're going to have a family fun trail ride uh, time that so people can get out and ride. It'll be from 11 to 3. And then races are going to be conducted on Sunday, starting at 8 a.m. and last until roughly about 2.20 p.m., give or take. There's also a youth fishing rodeo in Barton on the same day, starting at 8 a.m. Registration will open at 7. It's open to kids ages 3 to 15 years old. Food and drinks will be provided. Also on the 14th, poetry and storytelling performance by John Barry at the River House starting at 7 p.m. Calvary Christian Academy will be hosting a CCA 5K and fun run at the PVAA Sports Complex in Town, Maryland, starting at 8 a.m. They will have registration opening at 7, and it'll last till 7.45, and then they'll do their 5K, the 5K run and walk starting at 8 a.m., follow that up with Kids Mile, and then a they're going to have the award ceremony directly after. Cost is $40 for the 5K run walk and $10 for the kids fun run. On the 14th and 15th, the Mountain Classic Tournament Showcase at Potomac State College is going to be going on. It's a great opportunity for kids to be seen by college recruiters. Tournament play is the way this is going to be thrown out there. All the teams are going to be involved, boys and girls, grades 8 through 12. And it's a $300 entry fee for the team with three games guaranteed. If you want more information, I'm telling you right now, contact Lamar Smith through his email. That is R-A-M-A-L-4545 at yahoo.com so you can get more information on that. There's also a business expo at Potomac State College. That event will start at 10 a.m. and last till 3 p.m., you know, Get a hold of Potomac State College, get a booth, come show off your business or your nonprofit. It's a great opportunity to interact with other businesses and for people to really just find out what's out there. Now, also going on, I'm telling you, this is a busy, busy weekend. You have Shallow Nine performing at the Honey Honey Bar starting at 9 p.m. Now, people, I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I want you to remember something vitally important. I really don't care if I make a dime off of this at all, but it is always awesome to get a little bit of support uh, to kind of help out and to upgrade the equipment that I'm working with. So with that being said, remember, if you want to sponsor one of these podcasts, it's $10. 
$10 fee. You're listed as the sponsor. You're putting the show notes in the description. Uh, I'll put you on my Facebook page. Also, if you just want to donate, there's a donation button in the subscription or in the description of the podcast. I work like PBS works. So it's just viewer funded. If I make it, if I get a little extra, that's great. If not, hey, don't worry about it because I'm not about gouging the public. Listen, we live in a day and age where everything is costing something. And for once, I kind of want to do something that is a lot like when I grew up, when you actually had the opportunity to watch your TV off of the antenna for free, when you were able to listen to all your radio stations and didn't have to pay a subscription fee. Those were all wonderful days. And so that's what we're providing. We're providing a podcast to the people for free. Now, yes, you can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on Google Play. You can listen to us on a whole list of things. I even have my own web page, um, and I post that on Facebook as well, where you can listen to it without having a subscription, without costing you a dime. But it does help. So I, I appreciate any and all support. And like I said, if you want to uh, sponsor a podcast, that's great. Get a hold of me. Uh, you can reach me through uh, the Facebook page and or you can go to uh, the the Kaiser Weekly Podcast uh, page itself and it has a, a way in which you can come into contact with me. But don't be afraid. You can even shoot me a message on Messenger if you're interested and we'll get something worked out. So thank you, Kaiser Rights, once again for everything that you do and for those who have activities coming up this week, I wish you nothing but success. Praying for your safety, your health, and well-being. And with that being said, people, I am signing out. Take care.